The Rebel Leadership Podcast, a refreshing take on authentic leadership told through real stories. Let's smash the status quo and change how leaders lead once and for all. There's a simple question managers or leaders can ask that has the power to change the dynamic between themselves and their direct reports. What motivates you in the day-to-day? When was the last time you asked that to the people reporting to you? It's one of those things that we don't pause enough to ask, but can really make us understand what motivates that person to keep going and keep trudging through those difficult situations. Last week, I sent a quick email back to Emmy Gray and it was boosting her up for handling a really complex client communication with poise and clarity. She's a strategic client relationship lead in our company, and that job is very intense. It's filled with a lot of emotions and a lot of complexities and a lot of pressure from all angles at all times, both internal and from our clients. But what I didn't realize was that that one little email that I sent back to her, it was probably like five words or less, and it acknowledged her written communication That one thing went so much further for her in her brain than I could have ever imagined. So let's dig into affirmation and some other love languages along the way. Listen, reflect, and embrace your next aha moment. So how long have you been a mom? I have been a mom for three years. But I feel like I've been a mom when pregnancy started, (laughs) in a way, you know. Um, But yeah, I've been a mom for three years, and I just had my second during the pandemic. And replay a little bit what happened after you had your first. Yeah, so I mean, after my first, it's a whirlwind of emotions, stress, first-time parent, mom or dad. It's It's so much. And I think... I was at just a really chaotic, um, you know, place in my life, but I worked it out. I, I got through it. I, I've come out of it. Um, and then with my second, I had a totally different experience. Were you, did you learn things about yourself going through that motherhood first time example about what you need at your core to stay on the path and the trajectory that you're on? Yeah. I, I think that I learned the mom that I envisioned I would be and the mom that I actually am and who I am. And it's come out a lot, um, that personal growth and learning about who I am from being a mom. And I think it happened a little bit more actually with my second um, because I had the confidence of the parenting roll down more with my second, but I was able to kind of experience two different types of love, right? So I was able to realize that the needs of my newborn baby are now different than the needs of my two-year-old. So I had to love them differently. Hmm. So that, in turn, helped me understand the way that I want to be loved, how I receive love, um, and just really was a time in, you know, in my life to figure out the way I communicate and the way I am. And on those hardest days of motherhood, because I, too, very much understand this. I have a one-year-old and an almost four-year-old. And yours are how old? Um, 11 months and three. Okay, so we're right in the same exact boat of motherhood. When you start realizing, like, what are the small things 
that you need in each day to keep going and to keep doing the dishes that night, waking up the next morning and keep finding yourself in this whole thing and keep continuing to be happy throughout all of it. What were some of those things for you that you realized you needed so much from somebody else? Yeah, I I definitely needed the affirm like the affirmation and the validation that I was doing a good job. And it's so hard. I know you hear all the time that you need to do it for yourself. At the end of the day, you need to be your own cheerleader. Mm-hmm. But it's really hard. And I remember one dinner one night. So my husband Jay, he is he is not his let's say his love language is not words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um it's more spending quality time together. Um, and one night out of nowhere, I don't know what we were talking about. I was stressed out. And he said, I know you're doing a good job. Or he said, I could see what you're doing. You're doing a good job. And it just, it was the best feeling <laughs> ever. And you don't, I don't get it a lot, but when I do, it feels so good. And mm-hmm. he always teases me, like, you always need the validation. And I'm like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I probably used to fight it. I yeah. used to think, you know, I'm, I'm so strong. I don't need that. I, you know, but I'm beginning to realize that it's okay to own that you like feeling complimented and Mm -hmm. and feeling validated. So yeah, I think it's affirmation. Like you said, it's, it's not necessarily about validation. I think those are two slightly nuanced different things. Mm -hmm. I think what it, what it is, is um, affirmation that the track you're on is a good one, Mm -hmm. that you're being recognized for all the work that you put into place and that your time and and energy is not being wasted on something no one will notice because right. it's that's like the lonely side of motherhood that world. of motherhood Parented. is very lonely right. the baby's not going to turn right. to you and say hey i'm really happy yeah. that you combed my hair tonight I well and especially <laughs> toddlerhood like oh, when yeah. you get through the threes Oof. It is like opposite of that. It's like you feel like literally nothing is being recognized by that toddler. That they just like don't see any of the stuff that you're doing and it gets very frustrating. Definitely. But but isn't that true also about work? Because at everybody's core, in a leadership role, the thing that you start realizing is that every single person is motivated very differently in a very nuanced way. Mm-hmm. But at its core, what everybody is craving is affirmation. 100%. And it's about finding the right ways in which to do it. So say you have a more introverted person that you're working with. Those really micro moments matter so much Mm -hmm. to the point where like they can replay your words back to you a year later. Or there's someone who might be um, more vocal and outgoing and they crave that like big picture affirmation on a big stage and Mm -hmm. like showing their work and feeling really, really proud of that work. And it's your intense responsibility as a leader to make sure you know those nuances and consistently act on those nuances. Mm -hmm. So what's your take on affirmation in your role and when you've gotten it really well and it's been so fulfilling and when it hasn't? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, you hit it you know, spot on. I think that everyone wants affirmation. Um, In in my personal experience, I find that the best affirmation that I've received in the workplace has been very specific affirmation. 
So if someone's giving me a compliment or um, giving me, you know, good job, they've taken the time to understand what I actually did. Hmm. So I find that to be super impactful because they took the time, right? They have a good understanding of the work that you put into it. Um, I find that to be really helpful. Like instead of, instead of what? Like just you're doing a good job? Um, Yeah, like um, for instance, I think like you sent me something recently and it was like good job on... Um, or you said good job on this creative, like let's put it through the chat. Like you actually took the time to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also something that our, um, you know, Bryn here had said, he had um, came up to me, this was months ago, and he said, you know, really good job on that Planet Fitness project. Mm-hmm. Like, so things like that. I mean, I guess now that I'm saying it, it sounds very vague, but it felt in the moment that, you guys were paying attention. Hmm. And that feels good because I think especially in a company that's so fast-paced, everyone is focused on their own work so much. Yeah, Yeah. and it's like you can't expect everyone to be paying attention to every little move. And I kind of like that we aren't aren't micromanaged at all. Like we do work in our own own independent way, but when someone actually pays attention and pauses and takes the time, that is so much. yeah, something happened the other day where we got some difficult client feedback from a different client on a completely different team. Mm. Um, and in that moment, it was very important for me personally to pause everybody and say, here's, like, it had the right people hear it so that it wasn't gossip or anything like that. It's like, here's the critical feedback. Mm. What's your take on this feedback? How are we all going to collectively level up? And one of the things that... Uh, and it was really well received by our team because everybody genuinely wants to do a great job. Mm-hmm. I truly, truly believe that. It's very rare that there's somebody who's just like out to get other people. Right. I you agree. know, it's like everybody's yeah. just so different. But at the end of the day, like we all want to feel really, really good about mm-hmm. our roles, no matter what that role or level is. Yep. Um, and everybody needs that back, back and forth affirmation that A, you're doing a good job or B, I see that you may not have done the best job here in this situation of like, here's some feedback to level up our Mm. work and it's harsh, right? Mm. But it's that sign that you care enough to pause and give them that level of feedback, which actually affirms that A, you're listening and B, you care about them enough to not gossip about it so that eventually they level up and they're exceptionally talented. They're feeling really good about what they're doing. I think that's the hard part though, is that you're not going to get every employee that's at that, I don't want to say maturity level, but at that level of like when they do receive critical feedback, that they take it in that constructive way. They hear, some people will hear feedback that's critical and just it'll blow up into something much larger than it needs to be. That comes with personal growth. Like that is, that's a level of understanding that you know, that person who told you it does care yeah. that is taking the time to give you this. So I think it's just, it sounds so simple, but like being positive about the, like making the most of what is in front of you. I think like that to me, like I've definitely been in situations within my career, like where I've received critical feedback and have beaten myself up so hard about it. But I realize now, like that's not serving me. And the person that gave me that feedback cares enough to tell me. And obviously, if someone thought it, it's obviously that's how it's carried over. Well, and you know what's hard about that is like it's not fun to be the one to dish out hard feedback. But it takes a lot of courage 
to give it and receive it. Mm. I too am, I am the first to be willing to have hard conversations. I'm really not fearful of much, but I have a hard time just like anybody else with like really harsh feedback. Yeah. For myself, like, yeah. cause you're human, right? And you're a mom and you're a wife and you're a sister and you're a friend and right. outside of your day job, like you're, a hu- you're still a human, right? Yeah. So, um, it doesn't change like no matter what leadership position you have. And I think that's all part of this affirmation thing. I think when you're getting that positive affirmation from the people that you trust and care about, hard feedback is actually a lot easier to receive mm-hmm. because oh, from that person. Yes. Because they've built up this relationship bank with you, there's right? Respect. There's more respect or something like where it's like, you know that they're not going to just be giving me negative feedback right. or they're, you know, right. I trust them. Well, I think about like, you know, husband and wife relationships. Yep. So it's like a relationship bank, mm-hmm. right? At its core, you put, you put deposits in all the time, right? <laughs> you're adding little things. You're folding the laundry. You're picking up their socks, right? They're, you're picking up each other's stuff because that's what you do, yep. right? You're not critiquing the other person, but naturally the bank grows and, and you need deposits from both sides mm-hmm. to feel the love, right? And then something happens and you probably draw something out of that bank account, <laughs> right? But the goal is that it's not all this one-sided right. piece, that affirmations and little acknowledgments of all those deposits are happening all the the entire time yep or else you have that withdrawal one day and all of a sudden it's a blow-up situation because you haven't actually affirmed the other person's yeah contribution you actually hit on a good thought that i had which i think about sometimes and i mean with relationships having time and taking the time to reinforce how much you appreciate them always is hard and it's so simple and it's, it's really simple. it's simple but I think you know you get in such a relaxed and comfortable state with especially a, you know a long marriage like this is your person it's your best friend you just kind of go through your regular day-to-day to day and I struggle with that too with Jay um like taking the time to point out like oh I'm really you know thanks for switching the laundry over or, yeah because it's part of your day-to-day it's a part of you the don't day even to- stop and no. think like but if you look at that in the workplace we are with especially with People have worked together for years. It's the same thing. You get super comfortable. You think, well, we have such a long-standing relationship. Like, I don't need to tell them good job because they know it, right? I don't need to do that. But taking the time out of your day to do that, it's harder. It's hard work. It's hard work, like, thinking in terms of how the other person's receiving because mm-hmm. we are naturally so focused on, on yeah, our own stuff. Yeah, and you step. don't want it to seem disingenuous. So, no. So right. it's like... For example, with us, right? I feel like all I do is give you I I praise, right? It's been great. I but, mean, but you But don't, like yeah. hearing that this is your your love language, what you respond <laughs> to, like I'm now actually more confident that like it has been a healthy amount because I feel like I'm going overboard, but it's just because I really 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 value the work that you're doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's natural. But to hear you say like no, you're motivated by that is a really good thing for me to know because yep. Because then I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah. Right? Instead of me overthinking, like, oh, am she, I doing, am I annoyed? freaking her out by how no. much I'm saying, like, good job, good job, Definitely great job. not. <laughs> More of that. No, this is, because then the other day, you had I this. stopped you mm-hmm. on something. It was like, hey, this is an example of where yep. you could have more clarity. Yep. And right? it was super helpful because, like, you're right. Like, I think, 
most of the most of the time when someone's receiving criticism, they have to know that that was that crossed their line, their mind. Like that crossed my mind too. Of like, do I want to be more vague so that I'm allowing the client? It was a situation with this email, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like you're playing a game of do you want to be more vague to allow them to feel like they're in control a little bit more or do you want to be super direct and that could also bite you in the ass but you had a great it was just a great tip for me of just like be more direct be more specific they did ask for this mm-hmm. and it was like it was right on so i thought it was it. you yeah. know what it, it was, was trying to do it's a confidence builder Definitely. I was saying it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's almost permission sometimes. Like the affirmation can be also permission. Right. Where it's like, it's okay for you to take this confident stance of like, mm-hmm. I don't need you to do anything here. Yep. I'm sharing this with you as a blank. Because instantly if I'm receiving that on the other side, I'm saying like, oh, this I don't need to look into like, am I supposed to, does she want me to right. do anything here? Am I supposed to respond? Am I supposed to give approval? Is this holding anything up? Yeah. Um, so affirmation can come in a bunch of different forms. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, most companies have a review process. And I remember distinctly the one comment from one of my reviews was the feedback that we do peer feedback. And one of the comments from my manager at the time was, nothing that I'm going to say to you right here should be a surprise. Yep. And I was like, wow, that's so good. And it was true. So yeah. what are ways that you feel like managers can get to know their employees or the direct reports better so that they're mindful of this and that they act on these small moments of affirmation that that person needs in the way that they want to receive it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. You know, you wish you wish you could just say, hey, can everyone take this quiz and let me know what your love language yeah. is? But that's not the reality. Um, it's so hard to say. Like, it's just... I, you know, I was in a management position at one time and if someone's pure job was to figure out all of their employees and the the way that they want to be communicated to and the way that they feel motivated, you could have a whole department. Yeah, it could be a whole department. Um, But I'm trying to think, you know, kind of offhand if there's any ways to help figure that out. Um, One way could just be to ask. Right. Yeah. So it's like you could one of the starting points of a relationship is you could just ask, like, what motivates you? Because I think you would if I had asked you that question now in hindsight, you probably would have said, I like knowing when I'm doing a good job and also when I could be doing better in a specific area. But generalizations don't help me for an example. Right. Right. You know, so the more specific, the better. Mm-hmm. And actually, most people are like that, like yeah. at least, you know, because it's it's like a broad stroke statement. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Um. I almost feel like for managers, like if you have an employee that is, you are approached with an issue with an employee, maybe they're unhappy or it comes to some situation. It's like, that's when you could ask those questions. However, I also think you should be your own advocate as well. This is in every workplace. There's a ton of, there's always going to be people that just want to complain or be negative. And that's, those are the types of employees that like, why? Why are they negative? Why are they unhappy? Is it because their manager isn't communicating to them mm-hmm. the way that, or are they not feeling? That? So, like, these are the things that it also has to come from the employee. Yeah. Um, and it also has to be genuine affirmation. Because right. people can see right through, like, fake praise. Yes. You know? So, it's like, that. that is a really complicated thing. Because there... Yeah. That requires you to be just super honest at all times mm-hmm. and make sure there's nothing hidden under the rug between you and that person if you're the manager and the direct report. 
Right. Right. And and not all the time. Like it's not always that people can arrive at like what's that big, like elephant in the room. I know. You know, and this is what stands between people. This is why people leave bosses. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's myself included in the in past life. Right. You know, and it takes a lot of reflection to like re- a lot of reflection and a lot of practice every single day. Yeah. To say like. Did I tell enough people how appreciated they were? Did I tell them what a good job they did? Did I give them hard feedback? Like if I leave a conversation and I'm like, oh, that was horrible. Did I tell that person that feedback? Or am I bottling it up and moving on to the next thing? Right. It's like it's on you to turn that stuff into to-dos on your to-do list. Because it's arguably more important than anything else that you could be doing. I mean, I obviously, I work in client services, so... I always say this, like that client relationship, it's like sometimes mentally remembering to send an email that says, this was really great, or I really appreciate this. It could be completely unrelated to the work you're doing. But, or picking up the phone and saying, hi, how are you doing? How was that? You know, like, and not asking them for something. Right. You know, like those little things. I mean, that this goes right into just quality of culture at work and Mm -hmm. and, you know relationships with your employees but it's the same thing it's just the hard stuff because it requires you to kind of make the effort and it is the hard stuff it's the hard stuff and going back to where we started this conversation with mommyhood isn't affirmation all they're looking for yes like the three-year-old looks at you to see if you're watching at its core that's what it's all about they just want a little bit of your attention. They want to mm-hmm. know, like, yes, more of that. No. There's boundaries yes. that you're setting, that you're responsible for. What's even interesting is that the five love languages could apply to children as early as five. I don't know if it, if you were aware of that, but I found it. I was like, oh, I cannot wait to figure this out. But then I started trying to figure out what my son would, would like. But most of the time, you're right. A lot of them, a lot of them just need that, that affirmation that, they're they're doing a good job um and that and that they're they're making you proud yeah for sure i mean there's that's really it so it's all it's all solved it's all solved (laughs) one podcast check (laughs) thank you emmy for sharing your insights thanks for having me (laughs) 